G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Dale. And g'day, I'm Mike. And Mike, we're here for our weekly update. There's actually quite a bit going on considering it is between Christmas and New Year's, isn't there? Yeah, I mean, there's always a bit going on in the Eurovision sphere, but uh, there was still a bit to talk about this week. Yeah, it doesn't stop, does it? And um, how was your day today? Had a fantastic day, thank you, Dale. We went off and did a crocodile safari here in northern Queensland, saw some lovely crocs. Very Australian. Very, it was amazing, I love them. It was it was fun. All right. Well, the other news for the week, other than us seeing some Crocs, was the fact that the Eurovision stage, um, a preview of what it was going to look like, was released. Um, tell us about that. Yeah, our first images from Khan, uh, the Israeli broadcaster, gave us the stage, obviously by Florian Vida, who's done quite a few Eurovision stages before, looking good. What was your first impression of it, Dale? Before we go through some technical specs, oh, I thought there was. Some similarities in some of the setup to Lisbon, where you had an outer part where obviously performers could come, mm-hmm. and there were two bridges going over. But yeah. other than that, it looked it looked quite small the stage. But that's not necessarily a bad thing because LEDs are obviously going to have another big impact again. So, um, yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I likewise. Likewise, if anything, a little bit too big last year in mm. Lisbon. A few people got a little bit uh, lost on that. But just some just some rough technical specs. The LEDs are back. Okay, that's 100% confirmed. 100% confirmed. Yes. Well, we have LED walls. Plus, we also have the LED floor, which a lot of artists have made use of in the past. Donnie actually, Montel. Yeah. Stop her. Actually, a thousand, roughly a thousand square meters of led that can be used so that really opens things up for creativity for a lot of artists there's 300 moving triangles <laughs> i know which is amazing because that was one of their i believe one of their specifications they wanted the triangle being big uh, symbol of the star of david of course uh and 2700 lighting fixtures mm. so again performers being able to really utilize that lighting uh and make some iconic performances fingers crossed yeah i think even that um the okay it might not be triangles but there is something quite angular and triangly about the entire thing actually mm. and i knew there were even some talk of it being the star of david as their yeah. stage and whatnot and mm. they haven't gone that far but i like it it's obviously inspired by it. very much so the triangle will be the motif of this stage and i like the size of it I really do. It's a smaller venue, obviously, uh, and to try and fit as many seats in as they can, obviously can't have a massive, massive stage because you want an audience as well, but I think somehow they seem to have found a, a good sort of midway point. Excellent. Love it. Well, okay, let's move on to our first country to talk about this week, and we're going to the slight east. It's Slovenia. They've announced um, their artists and the song titles. For EMA, which is their national final. So we've got 10 acts this year, Michael. Yes, 10. Um, they're doing a straight final this year, so no semi-finals. What do you think about that? Oh, look, I'm, to be honest, why bother with semi-finals if you don't have the quality? Mm. Just go straight into a final. I think it's nice and neat. Well done, RTV SLO on that one. Go for it. Just do the final. Yeah, no, it does, it does sound good for sure. I think, look, there's um, probably two artists that we've picked out of this 10 that have probably got people talking about. Um, number one would be uh, Ula Loza. I hope I've done the pronunciation some justice there. Uh, 2014 Junior Eurovision entrant for Slovenia, where she came 12th. Yes, as a 12-year-old. Mm. Now 16 and doing EMA. She seemed pretty excited about it as well, I believe. Yeah. Some of her social media posts. <laughs> We're very excited, yeah. <laughs> good. Always good to see a young performer try and make it into the adult competition. Not always successful for a lot of people, but um, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty rare to even be kind of in the national finals. It doesn't happen that often. So, yeah, we like to see the old, uh, the junior Eurovision graduate to the 
Eurovision stage, even if it is just national finals. Absolutely. So that's that's good. The other big name um, is Raven, and it's one that people who've been would have been following Slovenia national finals will know. She's been involved in the last three, either as a competitor or as a interval act slash host. Yeah. Uh, 2016, she was a runner-up um, to Blue and Red. Yes. 49.16% of the super final vote. I worked it out. Wow. It was it was 127 votes she lost by. Jeez. Imagine missing out on Eurovision by that. Like, God, get a few more SIM cards <laughs> and you would have got over the line. So, so devastating for her there. But then she came third again in 2017. Lost out to Omer. Mm, yeah, Go interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, and obviously BQ as well. They yes. were good that year. Yeah. Um, so she's been second and third and she's coming back. No, so if you don't remember her, she has very colourful hair and she does like a harp. Oh, she does always right. you know, bring a little harp action in there. She's, I think she's probably the, the one to beat without knowing any of the songs at yeah. the moment, of course. <laughs> but she's certainly the artist that sort of jumped out um, for me and a lot of the fans. Yeah, definitely. She's got people talking. Good to see her back. And you love a redemption story. You love someone who's just missed out and gets through. But, <laughs> hey, we haven't even heard the song. Exactly. Unless she just misses out again. <laughs> it could be a half solo halfway oh, through that and just be, no, thank you. Look out. That's, that's a little too much there. Okay, well, that's Slovenia. We look forward to that one. Um, Lithuania. They've released the 49... They might want to listen to Slovenia. 49 artists and some song titles um, of those participating in Eurovisios Atranka. What do you think about them having so many? Uh, well, I mean, they do love a long process, even though they've shortened it down a little bit this year. Um, for some reason, we've only got six songs that have been actually released so far. <laughs> I, know. I don't know why you would do that, but apparently the more, more are coming in the coming days. But um, yeah, look, Lithuania do seem to like this process. Maybe it works for the local market. True. It doesn't seem to work for any of us. But, I, yeah. I know, it's, it's, it's a bit unusual. Yeah. Um, and talking of which, the first heat, heat number one, is actually this Saturday. Mm-hmm. And the way that Lithuania do it, they actually already have recorded this. It's already happened. And the jury have already voted, and we just do a tally vote on the weekend. Well, not ourselves, but the Lithuanians. And we've got already had, we know who's got the 12 points. Yes. Which... And it's one of the songs that have been released. Yes, it is. Uh, shall we have a listen to it? I think we should. It's Migloko with Ruzas. Well, do you know what that translates to? Roses? Roses? Roses, yeah. <laughs> Just in case. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, look, this is interesting. I can see why it's a jury... Um, loving song i quite enjoy this actually to me it's not doesn't scream eurovision it's quite contemporary it's quite interesting i, I liked it <laughs> why are you chuckling at me mm, okay fair <laughs> enough i mean i haven't seen it live yeah yet. exactly we'll see what the live is because obviously the jury liked it out of the first semi-final because they gave it the 12 yes well, i'm looking forward to seeing what they do live <laughs> so you weren't a fan of the song can't say it really Smashed it out of the... Can't say it smashed out of the park for me, I'm afraid. No, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, look, I've got to say some of the names that are coming out have been quite interesting. Well, 10 points went to Blind Bird, the okay. song. Oh, dear. It's a bit like that bird box at the moment. <laughs> They're all blind in that. Um, but also, a big favourite, not in this heat, but the song is out, um, by Tiramisu, the dessert. The song is uh, The Smell of Your Eyes. <laughs> it's an what? interesting concept, what? isn't it? 
<laughs> what, do you, what, do you, what do you think of that? Well, I'm not really sure. I've got to hear the song, <laughs> I guess. But it is certainly an interesting title. I don't know if something's been lost in translation. But the smell of your eyes is certainly not um, something I would be <laughs> writing about. It's certainly the probably the most exciting thing from Eurovisual Trunka so far as the yeah. name of the song. So mm. uh, we'll see what the first heat um, gives us. Last year it gave us uh, Eva. Yeah, it did. So you never know, Michael. Mm-hmm. You going to watch it? Nah, probably not. <laughs> I'll catch up the highlights. Okay, fantastic. Yeah. All right, let's move on. We're still in the East, very Eastern episode this week. Mm-hmm. Um, Ukraine. Now, they have been doing this interesting thing where they've been kind of teasing about who may be competing in Vidbur, their national final. Um, they've kind of been saying these people applied, but we're not confirming that they're definitely in it or are they maybe taking part in. <laughs> so this is not confirmed by yeah. them. Is this like a teaser? Somebody may do an Alexeev and jump ship and go to Belarus or something. Well, who, who knows? knows? Exactly. Yeah. But one of the names is Tayana. Yes, good to hear. I'm a big Tayana fan. It'd be good to see her come back. Oh, it's a runner-up twice now? Yeah, it's, it's two times in a row, second place. So, uh, come on, if you that? ask me, bring a nice big ballad Tayana and blow it out of the water you know Come yeah on. the 2017 song i think um the was it i love you yes yeah that was i think that was a really cracking song that should have probably gone to kiev hmm. so other than that yeah look we we don't know when we're going to find out the artist it's definitely by the 21st but they might be released before and we don't know what they're doing over there mm. but it's an interesting it approach is. it is and kazka one of the really big band over in the yes. east they've been uh, rumored to be in it Big chart success going on for them in the East at the moment. So that'd yes. be a big name if they could hook them. And apparently they just released an English um, version of that song. Mm, okay. Interesting. So interesting timing, I'd whether be, that uh, will be involved or not. Keeping an eye on Kazka. They also have mentioned the judges. They have conf- they did confirm the judges, I believe. So we had, uh, back from last year, we have the amazing Jamala. I know you're a big fan, Dale. Yeah. Um, uh, Andre Danilko, or a.k.a. Verka Suduchka, is back again. Again, he added a bit of drama last year. Oh, he certainly did. And then we have the musical producer, Yemen Filatov, uh, who, uh, if people listen to chart music again, big remixer, musical producer, Mr. Filatov. So uh, good to see him on the panel. Hopefully he'll be going for some modern stuff. What, is, what, what has he done? Well, he remixed that song by Imani. Um, oh, years ago, yeah, yeah okay. a few years ago, which went big all over the world. Okay, um, and he also remixed Alexi's song from last year, Forever. Oh, okay, yes, one of your faves, one of my faves. Indeed, okay, well, that's why you know him. I yeah. was like, when did you know this kind of stuff? <laughs> um, yeah, look, I'm looking forward to Ukraine. Vidver always does produce something interesting, so it certainly does. It'd be nice to get some confirmation though, rather than these strange <laughs> teasers. Mm. Okay, over to Spain. Now, we talked about them last week, um, but there's been a bit of chat since then about, we know the snippets are out, um, some of the artists... And speaking of the snippets, Dale, oh, I did sorry. mention mm. Maria with Amoredami was killing it. Mm. As far as YouTube view goes at the moment, she is half a million in front of the next person. I did see that, so yeah. So this girl is definitely going to get into the uh, Eurovision Gala with the public vote, one would imagine. If you're that far in front, it'd be pretty hard to ignore on the night too. Fingers mm. crossed you can get the... Uh, you never know what a live sounds like though. Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. As long as we don't have some Morella situation. <laughs> happening again, but I can definitely see her making it through. So while that's one part, what about there has been a little bit of, I wouldn't say contra- slightly controversial chat 
I know yeah. you're not a big fan of the controversy, yeah. but what's well, been going on, Michael? I think it's a little bit late, but a few people in Spain saying uh, perhaps there should be a boycott because of the venue being uh, being Israel. Look, it's all a little late to start bringing this up, if you mm. ask me. All this storming a teacup. No one's boycotting anything. They'll be off. Yeah, but, uh, it's strange. It's very strange. A couple of weeks out is. from the actual Eurovision Gala, that they would be that this is coming up now. Yeah. Like, why? Why now? You'd be part of this whole process. All a bit silly, if you ask me. Yeah, it is. So we'll we'll see what happens there. I mean, there is a bit of, you know, one thing gets said and the fandom do take it to mm. a mm. another level where someone might have mentioned something, but it's probably not that big a deal. And it's, I kind of agree with you. It's not. It was a bit like how Israel wasn't going to host; they were always going to host. Exactly. Whoever wins is going to go. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. So that's kind of the, the wrap up of what's been happening in Nations for the week. But we've got quite a bit of a, a couple of things a week ahead. But we thought we'd look at to January as well, since we're coming up to quite a, a big month that's coming up. The first thing, as we mentioned, is this weekend, Lithuania, the first heat. Kicks off. Woohoo. Can't wait. Uh, then we have Czech Republic on the 7th of Jan. They're going to release their artists and songs, whether that song titles or songs. Sometimes we never know. Yeah, but release the songs, for God's sake. You know, sometimes <laughs> it's hard to get confirmation they may be doing that. Um, they are actually going to be doing their national final, whatever format that is. Is it just the way they did it last year, which wasn't an actual national final? Just an item in the news, I believe. Pretty much. That's in January, so it's going to happen at a... A date that is to be announced at this point in time. The one we're kind of very excited about is Destination Eurovision. Yes. Starts on the 12th of January is the first semi-final. Cannot wait. I think that's the first big event. And doing a live one this year, thankfully. Mm. Uh, They didn't do live semi-finals last year. It was recorded a week before. And uh, no, no. If anything, that let them down a little bit. But this year we're going for full live semi-finals. Should be a good show if it's anything to go by. You're giving me Isabel Boulay face there <laughs> about that whole process. Yes. Um, and then Destination Eurovision, the actual final will be on the 26th of January. Nice. Yeah, so that's a good one. And Malta will also be choosing their X Factor winner on the 26th of January, which will be the artist for Eurovision. I believe so, yes. They're taking a different tack this year. And just the other, there's the Eurovision Gala from Spain, which I don't have the date for because I think that is just to be 100% confirmed. Norway is announcing their artists on the 25th of Jan. And the big one is on the 28th of January, we're going to have the semi-final allocations for Eurovision. Oh, okay. So we'll know who we're up against. Nice. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, so it and should what, be... And for people buying tickets, what, you might want to go to which semi-final or one specific totally. semi-final. So you'll have a bit more clarification then. And you can never read anything into this. We looked at our semi last year and thought it was going to be the stronger. Then the songs came out and semi-final <laughs> one was the stronger Much semi-final. Mm. So you just don't know. So... Yeah, that's it for the the month ahead. And the big one, of course, tomorrow, Michael, ESC 250. Ah, that's right. The countdown. The annual countdown. Yes, so ESC Radio will be doing the the 250 down to one, voted by fans. Mm. Everyone's done their 10. You did your 10. I did our 10. I wonder what's going to win, Dale. (laughs) Hey, there is talk that Will Fuego beats... Euphoria. Mm, we'll see. Well, will even Fuego beat Toy? It'll be the first time that a second place would beat a first. So Ooh. it should be interesting. We're hoping we get a couple of Australians in there. Uh, but we'll be listening. You should do as well. It should be a good one. We'll be speaking about that one next week. And that kind of wraps up everything for, day, for today. Yes. And it's the end of the year. It is. 
So, Happy New Year, Michael. Happy New Year, Dale. And uh, thanks, everyone, for listening in 2018. Yes. And let's bring on 2019 yeah. with a full 100% season. Excellent. Happy New Year, guys. Catch you later. Bye. Bye.